0: Welcome to Mirror Minutes. I'm your host, James Holland, partner at Millennium Investment and Retirement Advisors, an independent registered investment advisory firm, where we specialize in assisting employers design and run the retirement plans they offer their employees and helping financial advisors build successful practices. Our method is proven to reduce the labor, cost, and liability of plan offerings, ensuring that participants have the best path to reach their retirement goals while at the same time teaching advisors to enhance their relationships with planned participants. Stick with us to make the complex simple. Today's topic is the most overused term in this space, uh, the word fiduciary. It's ca- It's gone from being a marketing term to a legal threat to, uh, I can't even tell you, a host of other things. Uh, I've never seen a word with one definition get used in so many different formats. So we're going to see if we can't shed a little light for our especially for our plan sponsor employer listeners today. Fiduciary a uh, plan fiduciary. People always ask what is one? How do I become one? Uh, again from the from the legal definition, anyone who has discretion or control over the plan assets or administration of the plan. So what does that mean? Basically anyone who's touched it. Okay, let's let's be frank. Let's cut right to the point. Um especially if we're looking at it from a legal perspective, if you've been involved in any aspect of the administration or running of the plan, someone's going to tie you in as as being a plan fiduciary. So, what do you what What does it actually mean for the participant? Well, you're supposed to put the other person's loyalty first and not your own. Uh, the problem is, again, a risk of being so complex. A lot of plan sponsors say, "Okay, I'm putting together this retirement plan." I've hired a record keeper, I've hired a TPA, I have an advisor, in some cases on larger plans. They need an auditor. They think they have everything all buttoned up because they've hired these folks. But what they don't realize is the ultimate responsibility and the buck stops with them because they need to make sure that those people are doing their jobs. And again, you're asking someone who's busy running a business, running a human resource department, worrying about the company's finances, to be an ERISA expert, and it, it, it becomes very difficult to have it's almost a full time job. That is one of the uh, discussions we talk about in terms of why, why, why we try to emphasize with any of the advisors, but also the plan sponsors we speak to, the importance of understanding and embracing that role. Okay. Uh, in addition, uh, and, and, and to be quite frank, it's an unlimited personal liability, so there's no corporate veil. For the problems caused by fiduciary breaches, and that and that that applies to all of the people. People think, oh, I'm you know I'm the CEO. They're the only fiduciary. No, odds are again there's probably a retirement plan committee on larger plans. So all the folks who sit on the committee there. So again, uh, CFO potentially, human resources, folks who are signing the 5500. Again, we'll save that for another episode. But one of the things we're definitely going to discuss is the significance of putting your name on a federal tax document. So why do we want to harp on that aspect there is just like people outsource their attorney's work, they outsource their accounting work, Um, There's an opportunity within the law that allows you to outsource some of that fiduciary responsibility to people who are qualified. And again, just like you're looking at hiring an attorney or your accountant or, and again, even something as simple as building a home. Uh, you want, what are you going to check with the contractor? You're going to want references. You're going to want to see that they're insured and bonded. Sadly, when people put plans together, they just think up, someone's a financial advisor, so they must be a fiduciary and that's it. And then I'm all set. So when we try to have these conversations, we really want to bring home the fact that you want to take the same thought you put into Finding a heart surgeon, and again, not trying to compare running a retirement plan with saving someone's life from having a heart attack. That is not where we're going here, um, but there is a significance because you are responsible for tens, hundreds, thousands of people. In some cases, hundreds of thousands of people's retirement dollars. That is a big exposure and a big responsibility. And if you are not ready for it, or you don't believe it fits into, again, it's a full-time job to do it. So, why not outsource it? So, again, how does someone like Millennium fit in to being that fiduciary? Because, again, I hear people tell me all the time, well, James, you know, you're, you're giving them half the story. You know, you can never absolve yourself from being a planned fiduciary. No, nope. the employer is always on the hook. Okay. But there are ways to effectively delegate, which is just a fancy legal term for outsourcing to people who are qualified. A, you want to make sure they're. Credential. So again, we discussed that a little bit in our intro, in terms of what it is to be a qualified uh, plan. Uh, excuse me, a qualified fiduciary. You want to make sure they're unconflicted. They want to make sure that you're putting the loyalty, the benefit of the participant and their beneficiaries first. Okay, and you want to make sure they're also independent. So therefore, they're not beholden to anybody but the individuals there. So Millennium, as I mentioned, we're an independent registered investment advisory firm, so we have no broker-dealer affiliations, no affiliations to banks or mutual fund companies, and there are lots of independent firms out there. So again, when you're looking at who you're going to hire to be that role or even assist you in that role, because there are ways to outsource parts of the responsibility and have the employer retain. So one of the conversations that we try to have right away when we're meeting with the plan sponsor is exactly, you know, do you fully understand the responsibilities of running the retirement plan, and what parts of those responsibilities and labors do you want to assume? Because again, they don't have to outsource all of them; they can pick and choose. Maybe the human resource person likes the day-to-day administration. Lord knows they have, you know, a million other things to do, so taking this off their plate would certainly uh, be a big advantage. Or, you know, you have a retirement plan committee, and they. Enjoy the aspect of having the discussion and learning about fiduciary responsibilities. We think that's great. One of the best parts of our job is doing fiduciary education and training for retirement plan committees, getting people to really embrace the role of being that, respons- that, that fiduciary who's responsible for the plan. So, one of the things, again, that we after, we, after we establish what they like, what they don't like, what roles and responsibilities they want to. Uh, retain or outsource. Uh, we try to make it, and again, without getting too much into the legalese aspect of it, but we let them know, hey, it's a full-time job. You know? To run a fully compliant plan, you could spend anywhere between 100 to 200 hours a year. And again, without trying to make it all about dollars and cents, but running a business is all about dollars and cents. And while it's a great retention tool, the retirement plan, it doesn't bring anything to the bottom line okay, for the employer. So if there's a way to save those hours for the HR, for the director of finance, for the CFO to do something that helps bring in revenue by outsourcing this, we believe that's a terrific opportunity. So how do they go about doing that? Okay, you want to make sure, again, we, I, we want to reiterate, you're looking at the three big things, unconflicted, credentialed, and independent. Those are the, the qualities you want to ask. How, much, how many plans do they work on? Have they had any involvement with the governmental agencies? Do they interact with the Department of Labor and the IRS? Do they have uh, in house ERISA counsel? Do they have in house um, audit folks? Do they have in house actuaries? Or do they have partners they can turn to to provide those services to make sure that the plant sponsor is protected? Why is it important? Well, in the first episode, we hit on the fact that litigation has become a big issue. Okay. And while we hope, Uh, it goes away. We just don't see it happening anytime soon. So you want to make sure you can, uh, we always talked about making the complex simple. So over the last uh, five years, we developed a program called the Plan Analyzer. Uh, We took about almost five years to develop. In late 2018, we received a patent on the program. So it is the only patented investment evaluation tool in the qualified plan space. And why is that important? Because when we were talking to our accounting partners, and our advisor partners, and our record-keeping partners, the, the message was always the same. How do we make this simple? Well, the best way to make it simple for a person who's not well-versed in ERISA is to make it a number, okay? And that's what the plan analyzer does. And we're not going to get into too much detail, but basically it's a CAT scan of the retirement plan. So one of the, one of the points we bring up whenever we talk to um, employers is every year as an individual, you go to the doctor to get a physical exam. Because you want to? No. Because you know it's important to find out, A, if you're healthy or not, okay? Well, that's what the plan analyzer is. It's an annual physical exam for your retirement plan. And the best part about it is there's only two outcomes, okay? Everything is great, and you have a third-party endorsement that shows you there from a qualified independent firm to say, hey, You've met all the guidelines from an ERISA or a DOL perspective, or there are some issues, and you know here's a roadmap in how to fix them. So we try to again, we try to take the all the different aspects, the investment piece, the compliance piece, that 408B2, that disclosure document we talked about, and break it down to a number where folks can understand. And people say, well, you know, how do, how does that resonate? Well, if you're an if you're an employer and you have several hundred employees and you have a $25 million retirement plan, and I tell you, you have a $4 million problem, you have two choices. Again, you can say, hey, James, get out of here. I'm not interested in hearing anymore and sweep it under the rug or okay, you know, tell me a little bit more. And that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to get the employer to be engaged so they understand that yes, while it's complex, it doesn't have to be difficult. And if you have the right team working with you, and one of the themes you're going to hear uh, more than once through these mirror minutes is Arista is a team sport. Okay, it takes a group of professionals. There is no jack of all trade, master of none here, because again, just like anything in life, that is gonna you're going to get what you pay for, and then you're going to end up paying for it uh, in the end. So we try to make sure that all of our partners, again, are qualified and they stay in their lanes. That's another big theme you're going to hear, especially one when I speak to the advisors directly, is staying in your lanes. Our focus is protecting the plan sponsor and the advisor. Most of our advisor partners are focused on participant outcomes. The record keeper is focused on the plan administration. As long as you can keep everyone rowing in the same direction, then these issues that we talk about are not going to come up because, again, no one's overreaching, no one's, no one's trying to cause any issues for anybody, and it works, very, it works seamlessly. Again, that, that rowing analogy I'll use time and again. Again, it, it, when you watch, you want to make sure everyone's moving in, in the same direction. So what the plan analyzer allows you to do, and, and the other true benefit, while there are a number of outstanding uh, benchmarking and plan review tools out there, this is 100% data-driven, so there's no there's no opinion. This this is not Millennium saying here is what the issues are. Okay, we're simply taking the information that you provide the federal government and also the administrator provides you regarding your plan, and giving you the raw data to say, hey, this is where you know this is where you are. Here's the issues that you potentially face from a from a a liability standpoint, and the reason that's so powerful is the fact that, again, there is no, it's, if, if, if the data is bad, yes, then the analyzer is going to have issues. But if the data is bad, then you have bigger problems, which is a whole separate, and we can't even do a mere minute on that. That'd be like a mere month in terms of walking through that process. Okay. But the idea being is now you have, and, and this, the, the, this is one of the points I do want to stress, is by having the plan analyzer or some other report like that done, you are showing the the government, the DOL, the IRS, hey, look, I'm trying. I know I'm not an expert, okay? I realized I have some issues, but now I am on the road to correcting those problems to make sure that my participants are protected. So again, I would encourage everyone, uh, just like you do for yourself, you know, for that annual physical, get it done for the retirement plan. You're you're sending in a 5,500 every year for your plan, Okay. And what you're telling the government there is you've reviewed everything. And sadly, as most people who are listening to this probably know, they're not. Okay. They're signing a dotted line. And we joke, you're not even signing anymore. You're pushing a button that says sign here. So you're not even using a pen. So unfortunately, people think, oh, all this information must be correct. Let me just hit the sign here and the file button. And I'm on the way. On the way. You'd never do that with your own personal taxes. You shouldn't do it with the tax return associated to your retirement plan. Have that physical done and then take the results and have a conversation with a qualified person to help you walk through any of the areas that need to be improved because A, it protects you as an employer, but again, helps the participant make sure they're on track for their retirement. That'll do it for this episode of Mirror Minutes. Again, I'm your host, James Holland. If any of this, again, interests you or you want more details on the plan analyzer or having an annual physical, please feel free to reach me at jamesh@mira-mi-r-a-center-c-e-n-t-e-r.com or visit our website at fix401k.com.